Okay. And how did you come up to those? Uh... I made it up. I just made it up. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, 2018 edition. He's Randy. I'm Jason. Uh, we haven't tweeted since October, 5 October 2016. And I was just really? talking to Randy here, and I think I'm going to fire up the old Twitter engine again. I got some grinds to gear. The gears to grind. I guess that's not grinds to gear. I, yeah, I got some gears to grind. So I want to... Uh, what are you doing to the ceiling in your basement? Oh, what am I not doing to the ceiling in my basement? How, how many pipes do you have frozen at any given time at this in this None. weather? None. None. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you actually had some pipes freeze? So, here's the thing. We had our kitchen done uh, 10 years ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think it's before we had any kids. No, maybe eight years. I don't even remember. For, the, for those wondering, I have, I have a clear view of, of, like, the brightest light in the world directly behind Jason's head and the ceiling of his basement at the same time. Now he's lowered it, so... I- I try to put my head in front of that so it looks like yeah. I have a halo because I'm angelic. I usually <laughs> dim it. You want me to go over there and dim it? Yeah, yeah. You just take that bulb right out. I'll it's dim it off. Hang on I mean, even through I'll, the computer screen, it's like... No, I can't sing the song. Okay. So, when they did our kitchen we asked for a pot filler which is just a cold water oh, like those yeah faucet above our uh stove s- cooktop top cooktop yeah and uh and so that's fine which and then w- that's on an exterior wall so we said well, we want that wrapped in one of those pipe wrap pipe warmer wrap things and they kind of pushed back on it and i said no we want it so we did it and uh that's great so that usually works, but as people, I think, know, listeners, if you don't know, we are getting some consistently very cold weather for a, uh, it's been multiple days, and we've had that thing freeze on us before a couple, oh, I forgot, I just skipped a step. When they finished our basement, they put a wall, uh, they put a wall in, and so, if you can see, I don't think you can that okay. clearly anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is literally a one and a half inch gap between the top of that wall and the the floor, which is the joist for the floor above. And that's the final joist to the outside. So between that joist, there's nothing besides that joist is the last one that's not on the footer. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. The pipe is on the other side of the joist, as is all I the see. shutoffs. So it's yeah, basically yeah. the outside, that right. pipe. So it's mm-hmm. all frozen. So. I had to dig it out, and I had to, and I found that the insulated on the house side of the pipe, the morons, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so I had to, I, I went to, because it's been so cold, I didn't want it to keep, and I know it's supposed to get even colder, I didn't want it to keep getting frozener and frozener. Well, eventually it'll just burst. Right. So I wanted to make sure it was thawed out. Well, they, yeah. yeah. So I uh, went to the hardware store and I said, I need one of those pipe wrap things. Well, we don't have one, but, 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 but you can get this, which is the same thing, which is the thing that you put on the eave of your house on the, on the shingles. Mm-hmm. So, so it's wired, external. Yeah. Well, so that's what that is. That's what the long black cord is. You see, it's all wrapped around the pipe up there, but it's way <laughs> longer than I needed. Goodness. Yeah, but it works. We com- we complicate our lives. With it. It's just for a pot filler that I, you use well, all the time. I'm sure. I, I yeah. we do use. It. I do use it every day because I use it to fill the coffee pot. But oh. what I'm angry about is the morons who put the wall there should have realized mm-hmm. that they were going to close off this pipe, and they're going to close off both shutouts because on the on the same run is a spigot to the uh, an exterior spigot to outside, which of course I, mean, I would want to shut off every year. Do but you I understand never how this contracting stuff works? What? 
they don't care. I mean, I apologize oh. to anyone who's listening if you take pride in your work, but there's a there's a foreman and there's a guy who does the billing for the job and says, yeah, I can give you a good price for this. I'll do it for whatever. And he hires some dudes and he says, hey, make a wall here. And the guy says, hey, well, should I take some extra time? To, what do you mean extra time? Yeah. If you want me to cut it out of your paycheck, you can take extra time. Finish that wall. Right. And that's it. He just wants to see a wall. I know. It's just frustrating. Anything it's... they can't see is useless. They don't. Mm-mm. Yeah. Anything that's not there. Uh, domain, right, or whatever. So yeah, just if, if they can cover it up quick, it's gone. Yeah. We're done. I just, Any I, of the never I, buy one of those houses from the uh, flipper shows or no, whatever they call no, them. No, 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 garbage yeah. factory. Anyway, so that pipe's been freezing, and that's why the ceiling's open because it's also in this room in this in my office or the office mm-hmm. of the house that is closed off. It's in the basement, so there's basically no heat ever right. comes down here. So. Yeah, this room, I did crank up the heat before I came in. I opened the window and the door and left them open. Because uh, the cats come in here, and they've used this as their um The window the does past. not go to the outside, in case you're wondering. Oh, yeah. No, the window goes into the playroom. But it's, uh, <laughs> we put it so you can close it. There's Any. a window. A double-paned window. <laughs> yeah, so how else? How uh, So uh, how many car batteries did you have to replace? No, I only have the one car. None. Yeah, I had to replace one of those over the weekend on, of course, New Year's Day. So yay to Advantage Auto, who's open. Shout out Advantage Auto, hashtag, at tag, getting the Twitter going again. I need to send out some some mentions. <laughs> You'll be happy to know last time I replaced the car battery, because I did replace the car battery car once. It was in the driveway when the battery died. And we don't have another car, so I had to take the battery out of the car and put it on my bicycle <laughs> and bicycle it down to the auto shop to get a new one. They're quite heavy, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's funny, because I brought this this thing in at, like, 4 o'clock on New Year's Day. I knew it... Yeah, funny thing. I knew it went, I knew it went early first thing in the morning, because my wife was trying to go somewhere. And uh, she's like, oh, to add this to your day, she comes in, so the car won't start. And it had been getting weaker as the <laughs> right, cold weather Right lagged. to your day? It just goes in your day all of a sudden? No, no, no. That's not... She didn't do that at all. She was just... Oh, well, Because she was on her way out the door to take the kids to a th- an event and a thing. And uh, so... You know, she knew that I was going to take care of it. Uh, I see. Um, yeah, she didn't like, she wasn't shirking any duties or anything. So she, she actually was like, let me call AAA. And I was like, no, don't call AAA. It's a holiday. Don't bother yeah. them. Let me deal with this. I'll, I'll get it. And I forgot where I was going. Sorry, I interrupted. No, that's all right. She was on her way out. You were going to the store that out, was open. I don't know, yeah. You're happy about So, whatever. I, I placed the battery. and uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. So, that was first in the morning. So, the, the afternoon, I went there and I put the battery in. And it's a it's a big truck. So, I put the battery on the counter. It's a huge battery. The guy in front of me was doing the same thing. He had a battery put on the counter. The guy picked it up with one hand. But mine, I was like, two hands. I was like, Ugh. it's probably 60 pounds. So, I put it on the thing. And I'm like, do you want this? Me leave this here? And he's like, actually, could you move it over there? You don't know how many batteries I've replaced today. I'm like, yeah, all right. So he was like so thrilled that I removed the battery from that counter to the other counter out of his way. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of heavy lifting. Yeah, he's getting his workout in. So yeah, the car battery, that was a problem. Uh, what else? This ice is everywhere. It's amazing. It hasn't melted in two weeks. Nothing mm-hmm. has melted in two weeks. Mm-hmm. That's why um, you got to clear your sidewalks. Mm-hmm. Yep. When it's um, nice. My car is okay once it warms up. Yeah, yeah. The bike was great today. The studded tires work awesome. I don't know how you did it though, man. Thirteen below was something like that. This Let morning. me tell you this: we went skiing over the weekend. Yeah, in New Hampshire, where it was worse, it was yeah. like minus. It was minus twenty uh, on uh, the like, ground, right? Not even in the air. Oh, <laughs> yeah, with a huge, huge wind, lots of wind. So 
you know, you bundle up, you cover all your skin. I'm like, no big deal. I'm covered. I got like four layers on. You know, my, my wife's doing all her layers and then putting like heated, those little heaty bag things, the yeah. air activated charcoal, whatever they are. I don't know. And her bra. In her feet, in her hand. Oh. She's, she's wearing like $40 worth of these. Uh, you dropped out on me. Hand warmers. Yeah. Okay. No, I didn't. I'm right here. I know, but to me. St- the okay. bra comment may not have <laughs> sounded timely. I didn't hear a bra comment. <laughs> you said you put the hand warmer, the the charcoal bags. I said in her bra. Because I couldn't. In her bra. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's an option. You know, just one in the middle or one in each. I don't know. I guess. I don't I. That's probably she, not the she, coldest part did, of the body. I think she did stick one to her chest. The stomach, <laughs> you can, you, oh, they the have body warmers that are the yeah. same thing. Oh, really? But they, uh, yeah, crazy. So it's a crazy number of these things. Goes out and takes like one or two runs and comes in because she's too cold. I mean, can we not? This is such a waste of money. It's ridiculous. So, so you know, I'm all bundled up and I'm ready to go and dealing with the family and I'm out. And it, yeah, it's like minus 20. And it's windy and I thought I'd be, I'd be fine and I was yeah. out riding and I was having fun and I felt fine and the day ends and we went back to the condo. We had a bit of a drive and I got into the condo and then like my body shut down. So I think we're at, in hindsight, we're almost the, all of us that were there. We're almost certain that I had hypothermia. Like literally we know we were looking up because I, I shut down. Like I couldn't eat. I couldn't move. I had to get in. I was laying there for a while. I had to get in a hot shower, like a really hot shower. And then I just passed out like after the hot shower. I had hypothermia once before and it was a lot like that. So really the, the, Super cold, and, and here's here's the explanation, right? Skiing, you know, you're sitting on this chairlift, you're not moving, and you're getting cold sitting on the chairlift, and then you come blasting down this hill, going real fast, getting a little bit sweaty, but the wind is just hitting you while you're moving, and maybe and, you know you don't really get super warmed up, plus you're on the side of a mountain, so it's I think it's much worse. So I got on my bike this morning to ride to work, and it was great. I was you know it was really warm because. The whole time you're moving your legs, you're moving your legs, keeping warm. It's not too windy. It was only like minus seven. I don't know. It was balmy. (laughs) But I put it all on. I covered my face. You know, I had my goggles on and everything. Yeah. My goggles iced over, which is goofy. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I don't know how you see. I should have worn my other goggles that don't get so icy. It's dopey. Well, we had a... um if you're done with your story. Yeah, it's a boring story. <laughs> we had a bit of a... I, I, I don't know. I, I have a strange fascination with the Facebook acting people now. <sighs> these, some of these people are my friends, and I consider them intelligent. And then they get on Facebook. You said you were going to stay out of this stuff. I know, but I, like I said, I, I don't comment anymore. I'm off with the commenting. Like I, mm-hmm. I, but now I just read and report on the, <laughs> on my podcast, hoping that nobody listens or that they do listen. There's a couple of voices out there that are sane, but what happened this morning was it was very cold. So the some of the buses mm-hmm. got behind schedule. These problems snowball, right? So a handful of the buses were not working great. I guess like six six of the buses, there's like 39 buses in town or some number like that, and six of them didn't work. They They left the depot okay, but they froze up on the way out there, so they stalled. <laughs> so they're running late. So what do the people do? They hop in their car to drive their kids to school, right? So now you got all these other people on the road 
their cars are some of them not working. The buses are now running late. So more people are getting, you know, and this mm-hmm. problem just snowballs and snowballs. And now you get into, so we got a robocall this morning that said, uh, the buses are running late. Please don't leave your kids outside. If you need to wait with them at the bus stop, we've told the bus drivers to stop and give it a second at, to wait at the bus stops a little longer. Like for instance, my bus stops right in front of my house. So the kids just, uh, you know, they waited, saw the bus, and then took off outside. So the, they, I see, I see. Yeah. But then on the Facebooks this morning, the people are outraged. The, the indignant. I, I can't believe what they have done to my... Somebody's got to pay. Someone needs to be responsible. We have to think of the kids. And I'm just like, you know who's responsible? You morons who put your kid outside when it's 15 degrees and don't think about it in each second. Like... Are you, you're responsible for dressing your kid, not the school district. If it's unsafe for your kid, you don't put your kid in an environment. Ooh, I, I dra- well, hold on. Okay. Uh, I want you to finish your story. Yeah, no, but that, they, all day, hundreds of posts. This guy needs to be fired. Again, the people yeah. need to be fired. The school, the, the, the superintendent who didn't delay schools, what was he thinking? That guy, we have an interim one. He, uh, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, the so the post the first one of the big posts was the person wrote no confidence in bold letters like they have no confidence in the school district what is happening to our school district that that we would put the kids out there in these conditions someone should be held responsible for this I, 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 yeah I'm done well I think you know my take on this the buses are stupid well buses are stupid for one but I I mean yesterday oh you want me if, to if tell my son them? if my son wasn't uh, home sick today he has strep throat i mean he was he was ruined right so he's okay. been in bed like all day yesterday and today but yesterday evening had he been well i had already been think planning out that i was going to talk with him last night about what he needed to wear for his walk to school like, okay you know you'll have on he was skiing with us right so yeah he was out in the minus 20 degree weather i had no problem taking him out for that oh yeah these are the same people that run a ski mountain two days ago yeah of course oh, of course yeah but now they school can't- yeah I don't get it. I don't get why they don't make that connection. I, who leaves not, their kid home? Oh, I left my 10-year-old outside waiting for the school bus. It's 11 degrees below. Who who does that? Well, I, I, what do you mean? I would. I, that's what I'm saying. I would leave them. No, no, no. You would leave your prepared kid. Like, you just yeah. said, I was preparing the night before on what to do with Correct. my child. Yeah. Yeah. That's the difference here. Okay. The, but that is the important difference. It's like, what? it shouldn't make any difference. They should have been prepared for any situation. That's what I'm saying. These kids you go for the right. You know, yeah. you don't. And I'm t- maybe I'm talking directly to the parents here. You yeah. don't shoot for the like most the highest risk scenario, which is okay. They can survive this weather for a maximum of seven minutes in the clothing that I'm sending them outside in. So the bus is going to be here in six minutes, which means they should be okay. But if anything goes wrong, they'll be dead, and I'll blame the superintendent. Like yeah. that, yeah. Because this was seriously like the kind of weather where if you had exposed skin. You would get frostbite, like, fairly. Somebody posted a chart on how long it would be. And to think that our kids were left outside with no warning. I'm like, I don't understand. The no warning thing, I'm like, The weather? Where have you been? There's been no warning. (laughs) We have so Uh, many weather apps. How about you walk outside and be like, whoa, it's cold. (laughs) How about that warning? I don't understand why. It's it's helicopter parenting. Why they shirk responsibility? Why they why they're so overprotective, but yet they still shirk these responsibilities? I don't get it. I don't I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know why they think. Like I don't. I just don't understand. I think they want the school to be like, 
okay, these are the clothes your child needs to wear and you need to put them on him and we're going to provide them. And then even though they have those clothes on, we're going to come take the kid out of bed, put those clothes on. I, I don't understand what they're thinking. I just, I can't, I am. I, I, it's a recurring pattern. I, you know, and I, I saw, just, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb and this is, you're not going to see this one coming, right? But I'm going to blame vehicle dependence. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because, and I'll give you an example. One of my one of my neighbors, I've seen their kids going through high school, off to college. You know, the older one and now the younger one. And the older one, same thing every morning. He, we're we're a, one mile from the high school, or a little bit less. Every morning, he'd go outside, start his car, run it forever in the winter, and then run <laughs> out there in like a t-shirt and shorts and jump oh, yeah. in yeah. and drive to the school. Right, dopey. Yeah. And then his sister, when she was younger, I saw her walking to school. And she would be dressed. And now all of a sudden she turns 16. You know, she's basically driving around trying to murder everyone. You know, it's a terrible driver. And now she's doing the same thing he did. I, I ride by her this morning. I see her outside. No jacket, no hat, no gloves. It's like <laughs> minus 10. And she's trying to scrape the ice off the windshield of her running car. No gloves. Like, what? No gloves. What are you doing? What are you doing out here? Like, uh, <laughs> I, I just don't understand that. I don't understand I'm like, what, what, okay, what, I'm not like one of these, uh, apocalypse guys, but I'm like, it's this cold, maybe, yeah, you know, I might not wear the gloves, let me just have them with me in case I decide to need them, you know? It's it not, was, it was yeah. so cold on the mountain, I, you could not take your mitten off. Uh, like, it, if you, if I took my mitten off, yeah, in a matter, in like 10 seconds, the inside of the mitten would get so cold that <sighs> when you put it back on, your hand wouldn't warm up again. Oh, no. <laughs> So you had to keep everything on. Oh, you had to keep everything covered. You couldn't if you took your phone out to like take a picture, the yeah. battery would die instantly and then it was useless. All right. <laughs> so, you know what? Maybe it's because I I read uh I think it was Jack London wrote some story about a guy who was in the woods, you know, and he and he's prepared and then uh all of a sudden like he can't get the fire going and he ends up dying, but I'm like right. and he's like and I also just recently listened to uh The Revenant so he also, this guy also is walking through the Columbia, the mountains in Colorado in the winter. And he's like, he has trouble getting a fire going too. And he's like, if I don't get this fire going, I'm dead. Like he asked the, like, yeah. so, and he's all prepared, but it's like worst case scenario stuff. And this isn't even like, oh no, what happened? It's like the person walked outside to their car, which they probably started from their bedroom. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, it was like, they knew, had to know it was that cold. Like it's been that cold for a week. It's not like a surprise. I don't know. Well, they talk, you talk about this sort of thing, even if you're, yeah, you're getting in your car, you're going to be warm. That's, that's part of the reason yeah. you got to keep, you got to bring that stuff with you. It's, this is the reason why I hate vehicles. The, one of the many reasons, because people will do this. And when we're going skiing, it's it's another bad example because you know we're driving from the condo to the ski resort or whatever. Uh, I hate it. Like I don't want to run the heat in the car because I want to put on all my <laughs> snow gear. <laughs> oh yeah, right, right. yeah. And yeah. and then you know my wife's like, well, I want to change when I get there. So I'm like, no, that means you're going to crank the heat in the car to a million. And I'm not. I want to wear this stuff because I don't want to change 16 times today. I want to be prepared. Plus. If something happens with the car while we're driving there, it's 20 below outside. I want to be able to get out of the car and just be like, hey, look at us. You know, I'm fixing the car, calling AAA, whatever. You break down on the highway in the middle of New Hampshire, you better be prepared to stay warm. Exactly. In the, win yeah. in the winter months. Yeah. Like, you can't just be like, oh, I, I thought it wouldn't be a problem. So I wore shorts. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This is why scouts are good, yeah. as long as you take that message away, right? Let's learn how to do useful things. But I, I don't understand why people can't connect. I get this question all the time with biking. Oh, you bike in the winter? How do you do that? Like, what do you what do you wear? How do you stay warm? I'm like, well, um, have you ever been skiing? They're like, oh, yeah, I go skiing all the time. I'm like, I think you answered your own question. <laughs> Like, yeah, I, I, is it really that hard to figure out? I don't know, man. And this is like life and death. Like life and death are serious injury, like losing fingers and stuff. It's that yeah. cold, right? And then I yeah, don't understand. Yeah. They're just like, hey, you know, whatever. I'll take my chances. What? I just don't. My oh, no, everyone, everyone's complaining. It's so cold out. I hate it. I don't understand. The other thing is I don't understand what's so important that you can't make sure your kid is off safely. Like, yeah. I Who's? I don't oh, know. you mean they're know. leaving for work before one the kids... person did? Like I left my kid out. I didn't know. I had no idea the school bus because we got the robocall. The things were running late. Late. Like we got it. Uh, I think my for wife got sure. It. If I was yeah. and I do. I mean, I essentially leave them. If I was going to leave them home alone, you know, there would be a backup plan. They would yeah. be prepared for the weather, and they would yeah. have. They would always have a contingency. Be like, hey, if the bus doesn't show up, just to start walking. <laughs> Yeah, or, <laughs> or go or come back inside, yeah, right? Or come, like, or come back inside. Don't just stand. Like that's the other thing that I can't understand is how do you not go through these scenarios with your kid at some point? Be like, okay, if I'm not there, what do you think will happen? Or what do you mm-hmm. like? You're just gonna stand there forever until I get home from work at six o'clock at night? <laughs> are you or you're dead? Like I just don't get it. Like how they do you might not... they might just sit there in a ball yeah, in a heap. I, I mean, you get they need a they need a watch, right? Because it, 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 how do they know when to stop waiting? Uh, yeah. So telling time is an important skill. Like, listen, you got to look at your watch and see how, look at it when you start, look at it when you stop, or the bus is supposed to be here at quarter of. So if it gets to be like 10 of, then yeah. what, what do you do? Do you decide to wait a little longer? If it's, you know, whatever, eight yeah. o'clock, then there's a good chance the bus isn't coming. <laughs> uh, yeah. How much longer do you wait? You know, what do you think? How long do, should you wait? Do you do they have a phone? Every kid has a cell phone now. So what difference does it make? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah, man. you'd think like you'd know neighbors would be like, all right, keep an eye on you know so and so. I mean, I understand some people have serious like would legit job like jo- not legit jobs, but like okay, the nurse or a doctor or you know a fireman or something like they have to go to be the you know they have to be where they ever they have to be because other people's lives depend on it, but. You know, at least, yeah, you could just be like, your, your hands are falling off. Go inside, right? Your skin's turning black. Do something different. Change your... I, I, <laughs> Do something I, different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Take off a layer. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's move on. It's cold. Stop, it's cold, stop yeah. Stop fussing about the cold. But That's just, just, okay, you're out there, dads. If, uh, you know, just be a little bit uh, proactive about it. Okay, guess what? It's going to be cold tomorrow, kids. Prep work. Yeah, zip your coat. I don't. I don't understand. We 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 make fun of the the teenagers, the teenagers, the kids with phones who are sitting there. You know, literally, will spend six hours straight looking at this little screen, and then they'll pick their head up and go, "Hey, do you know what a such and such is?" Right, and and you're just glaring at them like, "Are you out of your mind?" Like, you're holding the entire internet in your hands. Oh, for, yeah. and you won't even let go of it, and you. <laughs> Like you saw a word on the screen you didn't understand, and you you looked up to ask what it is instead of you really you can't think of another way to find the answer to that. Yeah, <laughs> we have weather apps, we have resources, we have all these things to help people get prepared, and yet they'll still walk out the door in the morning and be shocked that, it, that it's raining or that it's snowing or that it got cold 
or that the sun is setting. Like, what? Yeah. Do you seriously not prepare at all? No one looks ahead to say, should I take an umbrella today? It's vehicle dependency. Yeah, vehicle dependency. <laughs> it is. My ha- my garage to my work garage. Oh, you're right. The garage thing is a to the mall garage. My, kid, oh, my yeah. car's not in the garage, so I don't... Well, especially with people with garages. If they have like a heated garage, yeah. they go out a door, in the car door, they're in their little environment. They never even have to hear nature because they got their soundproof booth and they turn on their Joe Rogan podcast or something. <laughs> they pull out onto the highway. Dad's being dad's podcast, you mean... <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Actually, no, because these are morons, and morons don't listen to our show. We have we have well <laughs> that's prepared. Right. That's we have right. well well prepared. Uh, you know, speaking of podcasts, I'm listening to another audio book by uh, you know Dave Ramsey is. Uh, yes, some kind of fitness guy. No, no money guy. Money guy. That's right, Dave. Ramsey. The churchy money guy. Right. He's got a podcast which I tried to listen to. He's a churchy money guy. Yeah, yeah. churchy money guy. I, I can't. I actually don't like his podcast. Like I don't like him. He's all always patronizing and like. You stupid person. Why would you ever spend money on something like that? Right. And he's like, always seems very condescending to people who don't know any better. Right. And his whole thing is people aren't educated on this. So I need to, ed- we need to educate people. Right. So that's his whole like, uh, can I give anyways. you some full disclosure? What? We, and I have some money things to talk about. Good, we yeah. are one, <laughs> I have a little bit of buyer's remorse. We are Uh-oh. one of those stupid people. We, would you buy? We bought, you want to know what we bought? We bought, Season passes to, okay. a, to a ski resort. Oh, that's not a stupid thing, I think. Oh. Uh, and not unless we use it enough, but I feel like it's very, it's, they're, they're very expensive. Where'd you go to? Where to? To Bretton Woods in New Hampshire. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a, that's a commitment. And yeah, it's a commitment. We got to travel and do all these things. And then I'm it's thinking like three like, hours away, right? Two and a half. That's about two and a half hours. Yeah. yeah. We already have, we have some trips booked and this sort of, I'm like, eh, you know what? We're going to make it a thing. We're going to see how it goes this year. There's some discounts involved, but still, I feel a little bit uh a little bit of buyer's remorse. But we'll be up there, we'll yeah. be up there more. We have a place to stay if we want it. Yeah. Which we 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 bummed this weekend. We stayed with someone. I said I have no problem with you spending money on something that you're going to use. Like, but the people are just like, "Oh, I have the pool thing, but eh, it's so it's only like 88 degrees. I'm not feel like going to the pool. You know, I just don't feel like it. I'm just going <laughs> to so like gym membership in my, stuff. in my air conditioning. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, exactly. So we, I do want to talk to you about money stuff. So, so I think okay. we talked, we talked um, before Christmas. We had a, a we had a holiday. Mm-hmm. That's why we didn't record. Yes, gifts. Welcome back, Santa. All that good stuff. Yeah. And one of the gifts, I can't remember if I discussed this, one of the gifts I got for the kids, which wasn't really a gift, it was a very dad gift. Yeah. Uh, I got them these, <laughs> I, I got them each a lockbox. Didn't really need to be a lockbox. It's not, not meant to be locked up per se. It's just, it just like a little cash box. Right. And I followed the the program that What's-His-Face with the audiobook, or at least his, his little ideas, right? So in the lockbox... There are two envelopes, I forget two what two yeah. two cash pouches, I should say, like the things they're like deposit pouches with the zipper you would take to the bank, filled with checks and money. Okay, there's two of those, and there's a tray, like you would find in a cash box, and there is a like a check register book. So I I, I bought all these things all right, separately, yep. and put them yeah, all yeah. in the thing, and a special pen, and everything's like labeled. I use my label maker to label them. So the the two envelopes. There's basically a there's a saving envelope, 
And the kids already know, what do you do with the savings? You n- mm-hmm. you never touch it, right? Okay. That's what they say if you ask them, what do you do with your savings? <laughs> Nothing ever, basically, is how they answer. Yeah. Uh, there's a giving pouch. Okay. And then the tray is for spending. Okay. So you did do three different categories. Okay. I did three different categories. And yeah. in the check register, so the way it's supposed to work is any money that goes into the cash box, any money mm-hmm. they receive in any form whatsoever, gets divided up 25, 25, 50. Saving, giving, spending. Okay. And how did you come up to those? Uh, I made it up. I just made it up. 25. That's high for the giving. Well, but if I'm only giving them some tiny allowance, they can't really experience much of the giving unless they have enough to give. Okay. So, okay. and there's some rules, which is they could move their spending money to the saving or the giving pile, but they can't okay. move the giving money to the saving or the spending pile and they can't move the saving money to anywhere okay so you can always spend money on the other things but you can't move the saving or the giving piles Hmm. okay and the giving has to be this is something uh, that needs to be structured we're gonna we're gonna do it sort of together maybe once or twice a year take their piles out see what's in it talk about where they might give it to research charities that sort of thing and then let them decide. But it's got to be okay. like an organization or, you know, something actual, actually charitable and not like I'm going to give it to my sister so she can buy something <laughs> yeah. for me. And hmm, chances are she'll give me something. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. I mean money, nothing so else. So <laughs> what that really means is, yeah, yeah. What that really means is now. It, yeah, I didn't I, say that, but. I don't okay. think anyone. Right. No. No one okay. was assuming. Okay, good. Just paying I don't his baby sister for nah, toys. Or, I don't know, but <laughs> let's just keep going. Moving along. <laughs> Gross. Okay. So this basically means I need to start, I'm going to start giving them an allowance. Mm-hmm. They very quickly agreed that their age in their age in dollars per week was reasonable, which was interesting. Okay. I don't think my daughter cares about money at all. So all right. they, they enjoyed putting things away and doing the percentages, but, uh, I, now I need to go to the bank and get a lot of ones. It's the trouble. So my son's still nine, so I got to give him nine bucks every week. Um, it should be interesting, but he he still will accumulate some money pretty quick, right? That's uh, nine bucks a week. He really only gets half that to spend. <laughs> yeah. Now, are Stupid. you uh, doing any of the interest stuff? I haven't started it yet. Okay, but you are planning I'm, to pay interest on any I of the may, any of the cash. But if I if I pay interest on the savings pile, mm-hmm. they're still never going to touch it. Yeah. So, so okay. eventually it'll have to be made electronic. Like once the yeah. things get too big, yeah, you, you can't keep it in the pouch anymore, and we'll have to make it electronic so it's like real interest. It doesn't come from me. What? No. Keep it in the pouch. <laughs> never mind. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, so both uh, the other book we're refer- the two books we're referencing here are well the first the one Randy's referencing is the opposite of spoiled raising the kids who are grounded generous smart about money by Ron Lieber. Mm-hmm. I'm I read that I listened to that and now I'm listening to Dave Ramsey's book called uh, it's actually his daughter wrote it. Uh, where is it here? Smart money, smart kids raising the next uh, next generation to win with money. I, I don't know. It's mostly his daughter, but he's the primary author on it, so I don't know. But they both have the same three categories, which is giving, charity, and um, saving. Spending. What did I giving, say? Giving, charity, you know, and saving? <laughs> saving, charity, and spending. Now, spending. Yeah. Uh, contrary to what you're saying, they had different 
goals for the saving money. Yeah, they have like four categories. And I talked about that with the kids. There's really like two kinds of saving. Yeah. And th- so I'm treating yeah. savings as like retirement savings you really never touch. <laughs> yeah. And they're treating savings as like goal-oriented saving, like short-term, mid-term. Everybody uses the example of buying a car. Yeah. Just drives me bonkers. Yeah. Well, how about using... What if you're... <laughs> Dave Ramsey's using the example of college. So we'll go with that then. He does use college cars, is... but then he goes to college. I would see... Yes. I think that's fine. I would actually set that up as a fourth envelope to say, no, twenty the 25% is your retirement savings. You never touch it. The 25% is your giving savings. If you want to save for anything else, you take it out of your spending pile. Yeah. At I understand. Any time, I understand you what you're just, saying. Yeah, yeah. Both both authors were saying that the spending they they break it up uh, based on their age. So when they're young, real young, they should only be have a goal of that they're saving for like a month out. Like I think that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And then as they get into like the middle, the tweens, they're saving for like something you know, like an iPad or something like that. Which is, you know, several hundred or a few hundred dollars. And then after that, once they hit 13, then they're, and then as it says, once they hit 13, then they get into using a bank and not like envelopes or jars. And, uh, their goals are like a car and then college. <laughs> like you shouldn't go, he, he's like the Dave Ramsey guys, like, I don't know how he does it. Like I, I, I he has all kinds of other, uh, books and stuff, but like go to college without any debt or go into buying a house on cash and stuff. I just, I can't fathom that. I don't know why I can't fathom it. But Probably. Yeah. I don't even think you're really supposed to buy a house with cash. Not certainly not your first house. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't, yeah the interest you, rates are too low. Yeah. You want the credit. Oh yeah. I don't Now We have tax changes. So who knows if that even makes any sense anymore, but uh, yeah, but it's worth investigating to say, let's just say you're listening to this now money podcast and yeah. you're looking to buy a house and you have half a million dollars in cash burning a hole in your pocket. Yeah. Do you, I mean, one, what do you do and have it in cash? You crazy person should have already been invested, but, uh, yeah. well, he, he does do you just best, plunk it yeah. all down in the house or do you use, you know, do you put some down payment and make the mortgage payments? Yeah. And the obvious answer should be you put a, uh, you put a large enough down payment, more than 20% mm-hmm. to avoid the, uh, what do they call that? The 80, 20, 10 split, whatever they did with the personal property PMI thing. PMI. I forget what it stands for. Something in Personal mortgage insurance or something? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, To avoid those payments and then extra interest rate for no reason, you get the best interest rate you can. Yep. And you go with like, I mean, you you could opt to do a 15 or a 20 or a 30. And then you take the rest of the money and you stick it in uh, index funds, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. But back to the kids. Back to the kids. Yeah. Uh, So, yes. So, I'm not as far ahead as I wanted to. Okay. So, another difference here is Ramsey doesn't – he's like, allowance is stupid. (laughs) He, like, you know, uh, he's very blunt He likes money for work. And he's like, you got to work for it. You don't get a handout. Like, you're never going to get a handout in life, even if you know you – whatever. He says, allowance – we're not allowance, right? You got to work for what you earn, right? So, I'm like, okay, fine. But the other – as Ron Lieber said, if the kids don't have any money – then they don't. How are they going to learn about money if they don't have any they money? Can't learn right, about right. It. right. So I'm like sort of in the diff- in the middle here. So I think I'm going to do a, a little bit of both. I'm not going to do the f- sort of the full allowance that I was going to do, but.
but I'm not going to do, but I'm going to give them opportunities to earn money. But it, it was very interesting. So at dinner tonight, I said, I, I made a list. I'm like, I want you guys to give me all the chores. We're going to go around. Each person go around. Give me a, a chore that, that we do in the house. So everything got named from cleaning the chicken coop. That was my wife named that to folding laundry, to putting away laundry, to taking the trash out, to taking the trash to the curb, to feeding the cats, clean the litter box, to clean the dishes, making beds, cleaning rooms. So that's, you know, we had uh, probably a full sheet. So we had a lot. And I was like, all right, well, these five things, I found five things that we needed to do daily and that everybody needed to do. Those were make your bed, uh, put away any laundry that mommy has folded, that kind of stuff. Uh, and then I said, okay. And then my son was like, oh, so we're going to go back to the allowance where we get a dollar for every age per, I don't know how often we paid that out, but immediately, which I was found insightful, my six-year-old was like, wait a second, that's not fair. Why should he get more money? And I was like, well, why shouldn't he? And I, I, I mean, I was just asking, right? I'm trying to right. get them thinking. And uh, why shouldn't? And like, I don't know. Just she shouldn't. And then he, he's like, well, we're going to have all the same tasks. And I'm like, exactly. So why should you? Then I turned it around on him. I'm like, why should you get more money if you're all doing the same thing? And, and truth be told, my six-year-old is the best one about making her bed. She's the only one in this house that will, well, my wife and I do too. But she's the only one who will get up in the morning and make her bed. Like of all my four kids, she's the only one that does it. So I was like, all right. So, so I kind of, I understood her point And I was like, all right, it makes sense that they should get, if they have equal tasks, then mm-hmm. they should have equal payment, right? Why should he get more money? Um, fair. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I don't, I don't, that was the first step. And then I think we're going to break out some chores that they can get paid for. And there are going to be more chores for my oldest kid to make money, like mow the lawn. Like my six-year-old's not going to be able to mow the lawn and stack wood, right? That kind of stuff. Well, is, I think that's the implication is that you're basically, yeah. the older kids are more useful than the younger kids <laughs> yeah. in, in a lot of ways. <laughs> right. I mean, when uh, they go down to the dishwasher, the six-year-old does not do anywhere near as much work as the nine-year-old does. Yeah. But I, uh, I maybe, the next thing I'm going to do. I can't yeah. keep talking, but next thing I'm going to do, I'm going to have, because my son was like, well, you can't mow the lawn to my eight-year-old. And I was like, well, why can't she? Right. And, uh, so I'm going to have him start bidding on these tasks. I was like, well, if I'm paying you oh. 10 and she'll do it for eight, I'm going to give her right. the job. Right. So, um, okay. That's fancy. I do like the hybrid approach. I'm going to start with the allowance just to do the money education thing so that they can mostly so they can write it down. Cause when they put it into their cash box, yeah. they've got to divide it up. They've got to enter it in their book and update the balance for all three of the accounts mm-hmm. <laughs> for the spending and saving yeah. and giving. And um, and then some point in the year, they'll get to experience emptying things. They, they don't actually have anything they talk about wanting to buy ever, which is fascinating. Is I mean, fascinating. we're not, it's not like we're going to stop buying things for them. We don't really buy them impulsy things anyway. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not going to all of a sudden be like, guess what? You're buying your own food from now on. It's... <laughs> Uh, I mean, incidentally, so, so as a Christmas example, my, my son keeps, and this is the thing that I think he'll maybe set his sights on if he figures it out, but he hasn't yet for Christmas. He kept, he asked Santa, the actual Santa that he sat on while he sat near, <laughs> yeah. not on his lap. He asked him for a Fitbit. I think okay. some other, some other kids at school have actual Fitbits. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about this and I researched a little bit. I'm like, man, these things are crazy expensive. I don't like. I don't want to spend 150 bucks on a, and, and the reason why I don't want to spend 150 bucks on a device that a kid's gonna wear, yeah, uh, isn't so much because I would, you know, I would give him a 150 dollar device, maybe depending on what it did, <laughs> yeah. Except now, th- this is my biggest issue with it. I think in my head is that 
he got his hopes up for this thing. He 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 was really excited about getting one. Uh, my wife ended up ordering him this knockoff one from China somewhere, and he was actually fine with it. He didn't say, "Oh, this is not an official Fitbit." Right. He still calls it a Fitbit. Yeah, <laughs> he still he still he just puts it on. He's like, "This thing's great," and it's got like these huge LED lights <laughs> for numbers. You can barely read it. It's like this big dot matrix thing. He was excited. It's tracking my steps. Look, two hundred steps. I'm like, yeah, great, good, <laughs> terrific. Uh, but it broke like a day later. Oh, that's so good. So that got sent right back. Oh, no big deal. Just return return this for the seven dollars you spent on it. You know? Yeah. Uh, but now he's sad about it, right? And this is my problem with it: is that we we would spend X amount of dollars on a Fitbit every day. His life would revolve around touching the screen of this little thing to check the time, to check his steps, to do all these things. And then he'd forget to charge it and he would be upset about not charging it or missing his steps. And it's like, why would, why do I want to give him an addiction machine? We, we already, everyone else has these addiction machines. We know we hate these things. We hate TVs and our phones and we use them anyway. And they drive us crazy. Why would we do this to the kids? Like, I, I don't want to give him any more things that he can be obsessed with. I agree. I, I question the, uh, the, message that a, a Fitbit is sending to a nine-year-old kid also. Uh, I mean, it's not like he has an eating disorder right. or something, but... Does he need motivation he, to exercise? No. No. Really, I, right? You know, I think he... he it's Maybe it's a competition thing with himself, but he certainly likes the idea of checking how many steps he's gone just to kind of, you know, beat the number, okay. I think. Yeah, okay. But that could be like, did I do more than yesterday? That's cool. Yeah, all right. Look, it, it's counting what I'm doing. It's gimmicky. Yeah. But it would very quickly turn into an obsession. Yeah. Uh, and then the problem with that is, like, you know, why is that so bad if he tracks the steps? The bad part is when it starts to take over. I'm not going to say it's going to take over his whole life, but it starts to consume too much of his energy. Like, uh, like what if he, we're going to leave the house one day to drive to grandma's? And we're going to be halfway there and he's going to scream that he forgot his Fitbit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and then it's going to be miserable the whole trip because this thing's sitting on the counter at home and he's losing all these steps. Yeah. And why didn't we turn around to go get it for him when he told us? Like, And we're going to be like, you are being so petty and ridiculous. You need to shut your mouth and eat your dinner uh, all over a Fitbit. That know, if we never buy for him... Yeah, none of this will ever happen. I don't know the right answer to that. No, I, no, I mean I have one since September of Fitbit, and there's been time where like I freaked out because I left it charging and I missed a thousand steps, or whatever. I was like, no, there you go. Yeah, no, I mean it has happened. Uh, yeah, I did it for I, I got it for different reasons, but uh, you know, track my sleep. But um, yeah, so so yeah, I don't know. I don't know the right answer is in the Fitbit thing. That's weird. sometimes I think ignorance is bliss. I mean. It, Sometimes yeah. I have the same problem with the cell phones, right? It's yeah, you get them this thing, you give them everything, and then what do we do? What's the first thing parents do after they give kids cell phones? Get them on Snapchat. No, they find reasons to take it away to punish. Oh, them. <laughs> that's yeah. it. I'm taking your phone away. Yeah. It's like last week I didn't even have one. All of a sudden, yeah, this yeah. is a punishment. Yeah, it's like it's that. It becomes that important that quickly. No. <laughs> <laughs> Spank me instead. Oh, man. Yeah, but uh, back to the money thing. I, I don't know how we pivoted onto the Fitbit. Um, uh, I don't know either. 
He said he didn't really want things, but then he did want that. Oh, that's. Yeah. I was thinking that that might be the thing that he spends his money on. Oh, right, right, right. And I really don't know what they'll spend their money on. My well, I know what my daughter wants: candy. She said she would buy candy. Lots of candy. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Big fan. Big so there, fan. Ha- there have to be things that are forbidden from the purchase yes. list. Yes, they, uh, they did. Uh, both books did say you are the parent. You have to retain veto power on all mm-hmm. purchases, even though they're saving for it. Even though they have the money for it, you are still a parent. You still can veto. Drugs. I want to buy drugs. Yeah, cocaine was yeah. one example. <laughs> You're not going to let your kid go buy a bunch of cocaine, are you? Oh, wow. All right. Uh, really went there. <laughs> well, I mean, if they get caught, it's a minor. So. Yeah, right. It won't go on their permanent file. Right. Huh. But we'll see. We'll see. I- I'm going to... I'm. I think... The other next, the next step is gonna to be uh, breaking out the uh, jars or envelopes or some sort of tracking mechanism. My son is already, as you know, saving for a giant Lego set. And it's funny, mm-hmm. he, uh, what was he playing with this weekend? Oh, I forget, man. It was something else. It was, uh, it was around the same price as the. Uh, uh, I think it was, I think it was an RC car. He was complaining because his RC car wasn't good enough. It wasn't fast enough. Mm. And uh, my, it's really funny. My my son's kind of funny. I can't figure him out. Like how he complains about stuff. He like wants to do a thing, and then we go do it. And then he complains specifically about the RC cars and the RC. We went to the RC track, and both times we've gone, he's walked out of there complaining. Once because his car got broken. The other time, um, his wasn't fast enough. And uh, I don't know. Anyways, I said, "Well, you know, you're saving for this giant Lego set." He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Well, you know, you could uh, buy a pretty decent RC, like a really decent RC car for that." Oh, yeah, I don't want an RC car. I want the one I have to work better. I'm like, I, I want I'm the like, one yeah, I have to work yeah. better. Yeah. I'm like, well, so, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get back to those conversations. I think I'm going to do a little bit of the interest on the um, on the savings pile, and I'm not going to do the savings pile. I'm, I'm going to have them set some, like, goals. Savings are, goals. Saving yeah. goals for short term, probably at least six months out. I'm uh, saving for a bag of candy. Yeah. Maybe. A giant okay. bag of candy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. My kids want American Girl a, doll stuff and Legos. That stuff is so expensive. Ugh, it's outrageous. Yeah. All of it. Ugh. But, yeah. They don't... I don't know. They haven't... I st- I'm still confused. We'll have to see how... It, I'll have to keep... I mean, they've almost forgotten about it. Yeah. Their cash boxes are sitting in the room. <laughs> yeah. They played with it for a little bit. They transferred money from their piggy banks. And I actually... I didn't even have to ask them. When they transferred money from their piggy bank, they divided it up into three piles. So it didn't. They were like, "No, I'm putting this all into the spending category." No, they divided it right up. Let me let me ask crazy. you this. Uh, yeah, birthday comes along and they get twenty dollars from from uh, Aunt Mabel. What do they have to it do with it? Gets divided up. Yes. See, Holly, my wife, had a good point. She's like, "That person gave that person," and I, I originally didn't agree with her, but I think, I think her point. She made her point. And I think I, I agree. They she, gave it to them to spend. Yeah. Instead of giving them a gift, uh, twenty dollars something or other widget, they gave them the uh-huh. twenty dollars. So, like, why should they have to? put some of that in savings and it's like well can't really well so, so far well because that's their only source of income well that's yeah. my main yeah. is my main answer <laughs> yeah <laughs> unless i mean i guess the allowance is their other source of income yeah. um it's as i guess that that fosters the attitude of like it, it's a cash gift so it's different if you say you work at a company yeah and they give you a bonus yeah right we know some, we know some kids, quote unquote, <laughs> right? We've made this example. Yeah, who will purposely 
change their 401k contributions yeah. so that none of their bonus so is dumb. put into their <laughs> retirement account because they they already have the whole thing earmarked for, say, a new car. Because literally that, like, $800 now when they're 22 or 24 years right. old will be 50000 <laughs> It'll be a lot. Aggravating. Yeah. Oh, but I, uh, you know, I wanted to get the heated seats. Ugh. So that's what I think of it as a, as a, it's just, it's a set in stone rule because whenever you make exceptions, it starts to drift too much. That's so fair. Just yeah. any cash that comes in, any money that comes in gets mm. divided up. Uh, yeah. Doesn't matter where it came I from. I think I may, yeah, I, I agree. That, that does simplify it. And, you know, anything comes in, that's how it gets handled. I, I think I may make an exception for the birthday and Christmas gifts, uh, just because any cash sure. gifts for those two big. Really, they really get a lot of cash for my, my, No, they, they, I said they didn't get one red cent for Christmas. And my son's like, okay. I didn't get any Christmas money. Uh, Christmas so, money. Because so, we usually do like throw, f- well, you probably throw five in their uh, stocking, but we just didn't have them. So we didn't do it this year. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So here's the other the other aspect about the allowance thing that we might do because right now we have, you know, we we said they can buy one lunch for school a month, right? Uh, so that's whatever ten a year, and it's you know five bucks. But we probably put in another probably put in let's let's say we put in ten dollars into their school because it's all digital and they have some pin number right that they have to do it all through. But say we give them ten bucks a month to put to spend in the school cafeteria, I would take that ten dollars away as a f- automatic thing and put that into their allowance. Like, okay, I'm not paying for your school lunches anymore. And we may even do this. We talked about doing it this half of the year. Mm-hmm. Like we're not giving you any money towards school, but here's 50 bucks. Now that's the money we would have put in your lunch. If you want to buy lunch, it's coming out of this money here. Right. But if you want to save it, that's up to you. So now you have to manage that. So that yeah. that would be the case where I think we could come back to the allowance and, and that way we would be giving them money that we were already spending on them, but now they have to be responsible for it. Like I said, well, and you, oh, you can do that systematically just by being conscious of the things you'd normally buy for them that they might ask for. Then you're going to say, listen, now I'm not going to buy you. We're not going to go to the ice cream truck anymore. Like, yeah, as an example. Yeah. It's a good example. Like you go, yeah. you go running and screaming for an ice cream truck and grabbing my shirt and pulling on me and asking for my wallet every time it comes down the street. We don't yeah. really have one that comes here, but it's a, an example. Yeah, you can say, look, from now on, the ice cream truck is is your your domain. You get your allowance. If that thing comes by once a week in the summer, you want to go buy an ice cream. Yeah, take it out of your spend pile. It's up to you. Yeah. We have ice cream in the freezer. You can eat that. Yeah. Those are four bucks where you could buy a whole half gallon for $4. So, right. you know. <laughs> like, literally, we have, you know, we have, yeah. like, we have a freezer in our basement that's, like, full of ice cream. Yeah. Wait, really? You, you Yeah. Uh, on my way over. <laughs> <laughs> we got this chest freezer from, I don't know, one of my neighbors or something. And yeah. There's, like, there's like six. There's easily three gallons of ice cream in there at all times. Six half gallons. Six half Although gallons, now they're dude, not like a half gallon anymore. I have anymore, to make sure they're... that there is no house, no ice cream in the house because I will eat it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how you make sure it's not there, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. That's how I make sure it's not there. But So I, I agree. I, I think you can consciously pick the things you're going to exchange and transition them into it. It's got to be a conversation. You tell them why. You tell them what you're doing. You tell them, they might, okay, that's cool. I get it. Uh, and then if they go, that's not fair, you go, well, look, I'm giving you nine bucks a week. The ice cream truck comes once a week in the summer. You spend like four bucks each time. I'm giving you more, right? 
So you have more money now than I would have given you for the ice cream truck. That's plenty fair. Mm. Yeah. I mean, life's not fair. Life's not fair, sucker. Right? Yeah. Hey, man, I heard a quote. Life's not fair. Oh, no. What was, oh, I forgot. <laughs> but make, but life. Oh, man. Forget it. Never mind. Oh. I know. Something about not being fair, but as long as it's right. Life may not be fair, but it should be right or something. I don't know. Ugh, I butchered it. Darn it. Okay. Anyways, we'll look it up later. Yeah. We got what? Uh, we got we got enough time to talk resolutions. Did you make any? Yeah. Oh, I did want to talk about resolutions. You did. You'll laugh. Okay. All right. God. So I stumbled across, and I'll have to look up who did it again. But I'm in the middle of writing these things. I stumbled across a dude on the internet uh, who who <laughs> <laughs> on the grinder. No. He uh, <laughs> he wrote. Some and you remember these. He wrote some OKRs oh, yeah. for him for himself. He did he wrote OKRs for okay? And you, right, so we do these. At, we did these at work for a little while. You can do maybe we. Some it's people, a Google thing. People people who work at Google know yeah. what they are. They're called. Oh, I got a siren. They're called objectives and key results. Yeah. And the the main difference here between like OKRs and what a resolution is is a resolution is I'm going to lose weight <laughs> or yeah you know I'm going to go to the gym right. That's a resolution. I'm going to be more awesome in 2018. Those kind of nonsensey statements when you got to say real loud and to all your friends, right, at once on the Facebook. Those are resolutions. You're never going to keep them. And the reason you're never going to keep them is because you're screaming them to the heavens and it makes you feel like you've already succeeded by telling everyone that you're going to go to the gym three times a week for the rest of your life. You're not. You're not going to do it because you've already told everyone and you feel happy about telling them, and that's all you needed was to feel happy, and then it wears off. Look it up. It's a psychological thing. But anyway, the difference between that kind of thing and an OKR is you might say something like, I would like to be healthier. That's your objective. Mm -hmm. And the key results are the things, are the ways in which you can measure your success. So how do you be healthier? I'm going to do, uh, and I'll give, why don't I just give you some examples from my, my own list that I started yeah. making. All right. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm writing it down. I'm putting it on the blog. Whoa. whoa. You have a blog? Cause, Cause I've got to write it down somewhere. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Got a whole website. You have a website? What do you mean? How do you not know? How do I, what, what do you have a website? What's your website? The, it's my email address. The, the magnet magnet you have a blog? Yeah. Well, sure. I put all my PMC stuff up there. Uh, uh, um. Gobsmacked okay, here. Go read on. Read that for the rest next week. There's not much on there. I don't. Oh, there, there it is. Very, it's, Father, it's mostly husband, PMC rider needs. of bikes, hater of cancer, yeah. loather of cars. Okay. It didn't say that. No. Although there is a, there is something in there about loathing cars. Anyway. Okay. That's right. A couple things. Uh, so I haven't published it, so you can't read it yet. But there's. You do blog. Stop reading while I'm talking. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, look, close it. Won't do it. You can tell that Close I'm reading. How can you tell that I'm reading? Because you're staring up at this. This is too distracting. You're going to be giggling about stuff you're reading while I'm trying to tell you a story. I found a guy on the internet. About my OKRs. <laughs> okay, fine. Go on the OKRs. Close this is Close outdated. It. There's your bee suit costume. Close. Okay. Is it closed? It's not. It's tabbed away, though. It's, uh, it's hidden. <laughs> All right. <tabbed. laughs> so I'm not reading what I started writing, but I'll tell you. Uh, so as for example... Mm-hmm. I have a, a you know a health and fitness objective, right? What does it mean? You know, be be more healthy, be more fitnessy, whatever. But I listed a bunch of key results in there. One of them was uh, 
at least 20 push-ups a day. Wow. All right. Right. Which seems like, eh, no big deal. I do 20 push-ups. Try to remember to do it every day. Mm -hmm. And the key point here is, right, you're supposed to set your OKRs like sort of out of reach so that you're you're sort of reaching, to, but not too far out of reach. Yeah. Um. So twenty push-ups a day. Can I forget a day? Yeah. If you forget a day, it's like, oh, geez. You know, do you have to do forty the next day? No, you don't. If you're gonna average, yes, you do. Uh, no, you don't average. You said Averaging least- it is how you fail because you can't. This is so. This is a challenge too. Uh, uh, at the end of the year, you'd look back and say, "Listen, I did three hundred out of 365 days, I did at least 20 push-ups. That sounds pretty good, right? Yeah. If you're tracking it is important. So how, am I tracking it? No, but you're have only I two done days, 20 push-ups two days for the in. last two days? Yes, I have. Oh, no, you tracked it. All right. It's done at least logged 20. into the... As long as it's... Yes, I haven't right. forgotten. Okay. Uh, I want to ride my bicycle 5,000 miles. And that might seem like a lot, but in 2017, I did 4,500... So I figured eh, if I put a little more effort into it, I might be able to get to 5,000. Okay. I'm already going to be doing it anyway. Yeah. So it's kind of just a nudge. It's not this zero. This is important, right? You can't go You can't go from sitting on the couch to saying I'm going to run a marathon. Well. It doesn't. That's not a great example because you can, but. You can, but it's too, it's not motivating. You want to set attain, obtainable goals, right? So what's, I use the SMART acronym, right? Right. Specific, measurable, actionable, something. Very good. I, I like it. I forget yes. what the R and the T are, but. Actionable or reasonable. I don't know. Reasonable, yeah. Trackable. Uh, that's a good point. Smart goals. We learned about that in management training or something, I think. The Specific, measurable, one? achievable, realistic, and timely. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Timely, yeah. yeah. Another one, so related to running. I think I said something about, I think I said running 250 miles for the year. Uh, and I base that loosely on like five miles a week, which is also like, eh, no big deal. Shoots. Well, again, you might forget, miss a week, yeah. stacks up. Yeah. You got double up. So I'd probably shoot for more like 10 miles a week and then I will miss weeks. Haven't done any this week. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so then there's some more important categories, like doing the money thing with the kids is one of the goals. It's like, but med- the measurements were, uh, each kid donating their charity pile to two different institutions throughout okay, the year. Yeah, that's, yeah, so on two separate occasions, I've got to go through the cycle with them and research things. And, you know, that's something. That's good, though. There's a whole learning category. Uh, I'm cheating a little more. I want to do more are you piano. Lo- are you looking at uh, some guide? No, I'm just remembering what I wrote. Oh, okay. Well, how would you come up with the categories? I just thought about it. Oh, all right. <laughs> So my learning objective, I should say, I treat the objectives as the category, and then I put the key results in the objectives. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. So piano, I put a number on. I basically said because for the Panmas challenge, as uh, um, why am I forgetting his name? Uh, Richard. Ah, Hop- Richard Hopwood. I was calling him Hopkins in my head. What? What about Hop- the card you mailed to him? Did you get it right on that? That's right. <laughs> I hope so, yeah. Each. The cards, uh, we sent out thank you cards. They were thank you slash Christmas cards for the- uh, Yeah, we did so. too. And I don't have- How do you have his address? From the PMC donation. I don't think- we, I felt bad. And I saw that tweet go through. Sorry, Richard, you didn't get a Christmas letter from us. Oh, yeah. yeah. And maybe- yeah. Or, or thank you. Oh, he's, uh, and it was in Australia. So I had, we had to send it to Australia. Oh, did you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'll have to see if I can send one. My wife was excited about that. Uh, oh, right. International. That's right. 
so because of the pan mess challenge yeah. i would do these i do the thank you songs that i did last year in 2017 and i enjoyed doing those so i figured as a piano practicing <laughs> slash thank you note thing i was setting a goal of doing another hundred songs <laughs> holy moly which is a boatload of songs that's a lot <laughs> i mean that's <laughs> one every three days uh but i kind of have to because i basically well let's just say that i'll probably set the goal for a, a song for every donor which is usually around 100 people okay but. so that's more reasonable yeah i don't want to miss anybody i may not do new songs because they're hard to find Anyway, the list goes on like that. So I'm writing these down, and they're good to write down. I'll link to the post. I'll put it. I'll put it in the show notes. There'll be a link. Yeah, that'll be great. You'll have learning to, more Spanish. You'll have to. My get my key result for learning Spanish was that Duolingo says that I'm 50 percent fluent. <laughs> oh, there you go. Hey, I don't know if it ever it's gets. Does it ever get that high? It's measurable. 50 percent. I don't know. I'm no already idea. at like 38. I think. Yeah. Uh, it's really. It's really a. Um, I didn't do anything like this. I feel feel humiliated. Now, the only thing I said, 2018 is going to be a year of the Fitzgerald to get their money under control. <laughs> and I said this at dinner. My wife's like, yeah, I'm changing my name. I said, well, well we're going to get ourselves on a budget. Like, and not a, like a, <laughs> I, said, I said a tight budget. I don't mean a tight budget, like a strict budget. But we're going to follow a budget. This. And my wife's like, yeah, I'm changing my name. I'm like, what? What would you change your name for? What do you mean? <laughs> She's like, because I'm not following no budget. Because <laughs> I'm not following no budget. I was like, oh. <laughs> Oh, all right. <laughs> well, oh, the actually the other important one that I think you'd enjoy is uh, cleaning my office. Oh yeah, that's that's all part of ugh, yeah. And that, how do you measure that? I mean, basically, yeah. I started listing all the things in the office, like how I could measure it. So basically, removing at least half the books in here that I've never looked at. Wow, the books is a big problem, as we've talked about many times on the show. For me, right, right, right. Uh, no clutter on the desk. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that needs to be gone from the office and just not in the house anymore. Yeah. Decluttering. Yeah. You make it a whole year project so I can chip away at it. Yeah. But if you break out the little key results, I can take one week, I can get rid of the books and be like, ooh, that feels good. I've got a bunch of camera crap in here, like yeah. from old cameras, these old point and shoots. I don't know why I will have one What do you do with them though? Because they work, right? Just throw them in the trash. It feels wasteful. They're just sitting here. No, Free I could cycle. give them away. Give them I could, yeah, kids like them. Uh, one other thing about the the uh, resolutions that I heard this weekend was uh, someone said, don't make the resolutions about you because you won't follow through. You, you always fail yourself, right? So don't make them yeah. selfish. Like, you you got a good outlook on it because you got a variety of stuff there. But like, if you just make a resolution to lose 10 pounds, so you've lost 10 pounds, but how have you, yeah, so what, what? what have yeah. you really done, right? Make your resolution <laughs> so that you can help other people in some way, right? So that I was getting to that category. Oh, you well, did? Okay. Oh, see, I didn't know. I, so I jumped ahead of you, but I was like blown away by that. And and you'll be accountable and you'll be much more likely to succeed in it right. and you'll feel better about it than if you, yeah, great. If you, I mean, absolute, your health is great and you have a variety of things. So I'm not letting you, not putting you down here, but if you're like, yeah, I'm going to do 20 pushups a day. In the end of the day, all you've done is, you know, you've made yourself stronger, which is not a bad thing, but like it doesn't help anybody, right? Except yourself. You know, it, 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 no. the health thing is a little fuzzy, uh, but uh, you know, okay, don't. I'm not going to drink as much beer or whatever. You know, that doesn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, no, I have some fairly ambitious that called yeah. them community goals. Yeah, oh, you do. Mm-hmm. You want to go on with them, or are we? Uh... Well, I could run through. You can imagine what some of them are. You know what? Uh, we what? can maybe bring them up next week and. Uh, Talk about the blog post, which we're going to link in the show notes. Which one? Oh, you you scanned through the whole thing already? No, no, I haven't even looked at. It. You said you haven't published it yet. I thought you were going to publish. We're going to publish it by Friday. Oh, you mean we can talk about it next week? 
Or, and if you have any more, I mean, we're over what hour. What blog post now. are you talking about? The one that you said you haven't published yet. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Next week. Yeah. But uh, in the meanwhile, Happy New Year and uh, right on to Dads Being Dads. At, wait, no, what is it? Dads at dadsbeingdads.com with any resolutions you've made and why uh, why they're better than ours or Randy's because I didn't make any. 30 push-ups a day. Cue the music. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search dadsbeingdadspodcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.